Hello and welcome to the SBVSD ELA cast. I'm Zach Chase, the ELA coordinator here at St. Brain Valley School District. For this episode, I sat down with Cece Ballman, the librarian out at Sunset Middle School, and talked about how she helps to make her library a welcoming place and a center of the community. Sit back and enjoy. Hi, who are you and what do you do? Hi, I'm Cece Ballman and I am the instructional librarian at Sunset Middle School. Fantastic. Uh, tell me about how you approach the space. Um, well, I would say first and foremost, I want every area of it to be interactive. And so um, whether that's the wall space or the table space or the computer space or um, our book areas, um, I, I just want to see kids interacting with our environment. What is, uh, so a sixth grader coming in here to Sunset, right, they're learning about this space differently, right, than they may have thought about their, their elementary school library. How do you set that tone for folks? Um, well, we invite them in and um, give them just the, the general rundown that we check in and check out books and then um, teach them how to use their iPads as um, the vehicle to, to learn the space. So everything has um, QR codes attached to it so that they can scan the code. It'll tell them either what the space is about or um, how to use the materials that are out. Um, and so we give them some exploration time and um, focus on appropriate use and um, and really just hope hope to pique their curiosity and in, in you know whatever materials we help out. So one of the pieces that uh, kind of we know about helping people develop as readers is that they just need to be reading, uh, right. right? And so they just need to be constantly doing that. Uh, what are some ways that you help students who might be reluctant um, to find the book, like to find a book that's a friend almost? Um, and then how do you help teachers see the library as an addition to their classroom, not separate from? Two um, big questions. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay, so from the reading standpoint, um, I think, oh, I, I mean, we, we try to have tons of books out so that at least they can, you know, are exposed to, to great books. Um, but we have lots of personal conversations with the kids, and um, our first question is always, you know, what's something that you've read or has been read to you that you've really enjoyed? And um, we usually start there and generate a list of either authors or titles or subjects that um, might appeal to them. And um, we teach them how to find an appropriate book for their reading level based on um, their reading level. And um, although we don't discourage them from taking something that might be too easy or too hard, um, but, but certainly uh, encourage them not to continue if it's frustrating. Um, and to, you know, to, to find that comfort zone with something that they really love. You know, we don't discourage them from challenging themselves, but, um, you know, reading a book that for hours that you don't get isn't like uh, slogging through a book yeah, isn't probably not yeah. the best way to do it. and how isn't going to foster that love in any way how do you help that conversation be amongst students as well not just uh kind of 
oh, I have to talk, think of this adult as the guardian of books, but how, what are some ways um, that you, that students are helping each other find books? Well, I think because we share, you know, I mean, we have them share out. We also have them do, um, like, peer, you know, they, they partner up and they have those conversations with each other, you know, when they're in here, when we're checking out books or um, whatnot. And I know they do a lot of that in class, too, you know, share what they're reading and, and are excited or write about it. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, they, we just encourage the conversation. Yeah. Our library's never Thank quiet. <laughs> it's quiet right now, but not <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I'm thinking as a former middle school classroom teacher, how do you invite teachers to think about this space as, as theirs as much as it is yours? Um, well, we do a lot of collaborations. Um, and so, you know, I, I try to be involved in like what they're doing in the classroom so that I know, you know, what contents they're working with or whatnot, and they'll come and, you know. So you just ask. pop in? You just? Yeah, I'll pop in, or they, they, they're they in all the time. Like, it, I never have trouble with having teachers in, in here, you know. They're in all the time, whether they're, you know, checking out resources or working in the computer lab. I have ample opportunity to have conversations with them you know or in meetings you know I, I get a sense of what they're working on and so um, you know we'll have those conversations of you know how can I help you do you want to collaborate what what project do you have in mind um, you know what what can we do together um, and and they'll come in if they have an idea of how they need to use a space and we set it up for them you know I mean it's very fluid and uh, it never looks the same on two days. How, how do you make sure that use of this space is, is fluid? And I guess I mean not necessarily the, the way it's set up, but uh, that students see this as a place they go not during like class time for the library, but just this is a space that's inviting all, like, how do you, how do you set that tone? Um, because, I mean, having spent time in this, in this space, I know it is a part of it, but how do you, how do you create that culture? I think it's just been, it's been an evolution since, it's changed so much since um, we redid it, you know, when, since our former librarian retired, um, it just, it's, it's just changed a lot. Um, it's, it's always been, you know, the doors are always open and the, um, you're always welcome and, um, you know, we're here to, you know, help students and teachers in whatever way they need. It's just, it, we don't close ourselves off at all, you know. Um, we're inviting and hopefully friendly and helpful and um, pretty much teachers will send kids in for anything they need. <laughs> you know, we're kind of one-stop shopping. <laughs> um, how long have you been in this library game? Um, this is my sixth year, I think. I, I've kind of lost track. I think it's six. I thought it was four the other day. <laughs> they're like, no, it's not. <laughs> so so how is, I mean, in six years, which seems like kind of a, a short period of time in the grand scheme yeah. of, of things, how, how, how has your thinking about the library changed and evolved? 
Um, well, you know, I think the whole, um, you know, maker movement came about. My, my, my philosophy with the library was very different coming in because of the experiences I had in other districts. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I certainly hoped when I took over that it would become the heart of the school and, um, you know, be instructional and that, you know, our, our quest was to, for, you know, to help kids develop those 21st century skills. Um, then the maker movement kind of, well, the iPads came, then the maker movement kind of came through. So we've had to kind of mesh it all together. And um, it's, you know, it's it's continually evolving. It just keeps changing. I, I still don't know what's next, you know. We're doing the two-year library design and I, I can't, I couldn't be more excited about what's next. I'm not quite sure what's next, but. Well, it's, know, it's interesting. It's changing. Sitting in the space. So. Right, I think that in in a traditional sense, right, we libraries are for one thing, right? Yeah, that's where the right. books live, and you, this is where you go to get the books. Yeah. But looking around this space, that's that's not. I mean, we're sitting in the maker space consumable supplies section. <laughs> All right, there are puzzle pieces, buttons, yarn, pom poms behind. You. Like that's that's not a traditional understanding of a library. How do people yeah. start to? How would you recommend people start to make that shift in in mindset? Um, or maybe. Maybe this is just always who you've been. Uh, <laughs> Out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very much. I mean, I think it, it's listening to what, you know, like what the kids need, what the teachers need, um, you know, and, and what the trend is, you know. I don't, I didn't want this to become, a, a, you know, a, a dinosaur and where, you know, people have said it. Uh, you know, I thought libraries were extinct, you know. I thought librarians were extinct and... Um, you know, I, I guess because of, you know, where I came, it was always evolving too, you know, I don't think we're, I'm ever going to be done with the space. I hope not because uh, it just gets more fun, but, um, you know, like as times change, we have to change too, you know, I won't ever throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, there I think will always be books in here <laughs> of some sort. I'm of, also hopeful of about some it, yeah. genre or you know at least some section. But um, yeah, but you know I want everything that's in here to be used. It's you know it's um, it's meant for kids and for instruction, and so we'll see. So you said uh, part of kind of talking with and collaborating with teachers about they what they need in the space yeah. and what they want the space to be. Uh, how do you make sure you're staying in tune with what students want the space to be and indeed from the space? How do you kind of keep your ear to the ground on that one? Um, well, I think I've had, I mean, I, we talk a lot. I, when kids are in here, we have conversations. But um, I think it, again, it just kind of has evolved. Like, I was an elementary teacher, and so I had a lot of stuff that the, you know kids like to get their hands on and as I would start putting those things out then kids would engage in you know in different ways and um, one of the things that I think has been most powerful are the conversations um, that kids have and you know eavesdropping on that mm -hmm. and so um, 
when when I studied in Italy, they would transcribe the conversations, and we would look at the conversations and see, you know, what kids were most interested in, and build from there, experiential learning from there. And so I think that lives in me, that experience, and, and, um, and you know, just always kind of listening to what kids are saying and what they're interested in. And, um, you know, a lot of them are gamers, so we have some of that stuff. A lot of them are just love to build, love to work with their hands, you know. And great conversations come from that when they're working together. Um, or when they're trying to solve a problem, like, you know, with squishy circuits, they don't know how it works, and then they are trying to get it to work, and then they finally get it to work, and you see the aha moment. And so, like, I want to provide, you know, those kind of um, experiences, but that's kind of where we've picked up on what, you know, they, they might want to engage in, when they need, even just when they need time to decompress, you know, they, they work a lot, sometimes you need to just breathe and you know do something differently and so um, so hopefully you know they can come in here and do some of that too or they're just curious well and it sounds from that that, that it you've designed the library or are designing right it doesn't, it's <laughs> yeah. the process is never over but are designing the library as a place for exploration yeah um, and I think speaking to if this is the heart of the school then you would want this the school to be about exploration as well yeah. so right. kind of yeah. form following function in that place yeah uh, CC thank you so much for sitting down You're if somebody listening to this wanted to ask you some follow-up questions where on the internets might they be able to, to get a hold of you well, probably just through my my email on, okay on the school website all right, awesome. Yeah. Thank That's you so okay. much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks to CC Ballman for sitting down and having that great conversation. I learned a ton. Hopefully you are learning a ton from the SVBSDELA cast. Hopefully you are learning so much that you are tempted to go on iTunes or Stitcher and rate and write a review of this podcast so that other folks are more likely to see it. If you have an idea of who you'd like to hear or whether you'd like to be on the ELA cast, please send an email to chase underscore Zachary at svvsd.org.